Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. God speaks altogether for our sake. This simply means that primarily, God speaks for our benefit. He does not speak to deaf mountains, to impersonal forces of nature, nor to unintelligible beasts. He speaks to us for our benefit using our own language so that we may learn something. God speaks altogether for our sakes, and when He speaks, we ought to pay attention. When His message clearly applies to us, we attentively listen. When He speaks and we think His words don't have any relevance to us, that is when we listen even more attentively because now we are sure we've missed something. In what follows, I will explain how a New Testament scripture reveals how a seemingly obscure and irrelevant Old Testament verse speaks to us now for our sake. Our theme verse comes from 1 Corinthians 9 verse 10, but allow me to provide some context. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, overall the Apostle Paul talks about his use of Christian liberty. Specifically, he starts this chapter by addressing concerns as to whether or not he, as an apostle, is entitled to material provisions. In plain English, Paul was addressing the issue if he should get paid for his spiritual work. Paul's short answer was yes. He stated that indeed, he did have a right to compensation in the same way that a vineyard planter eats of the fruit which he planted. But Paul does not end with human judgment. He grounds his claim based on the law of Moses. So in 1 Corinthians 9.9 he writes, For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle the ox while he is threshing. You shall not muzzle the ox while he is threshing is a quotation from Deuteronomy 25.4. So what is threshing? Threshing simply refers to crushing a plant so that the edible part can be separated from the non-edible part that is to be discarded. An ox ought not to have its mouth muzzled so that if it wanted to eat while it was threshing, it was free to do so. The point Paul was making is that if oxen are to be taken care of in this manner, then how much more are men to be taken care of? Men who don't simply just do farm work, but do spiritual work and labor to save the souls of many by pointing them to Christ. Don't they deserve to be fed while working? If they teach others the way to eternal life, then is it unreasonable to ask for support of their material life? Paul ultimately concludes that material payment ought to be given for spiritual work. In fact, as it says in 1 Timothy 5.17, the church leaders who rule well, and especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching, they are to be considered worthy of double honor. Paul continues in verse 10 and writes, God is not concerned about oxen, is he? Or is he speaking altogether for our sake? Is God concerned about oxen? Well, he is concerned about all animals because he made them. God's providence means even animals are in his care. Matthew 6.26 says that God feeds the birds of the air, and Psalm 147.9 says God gives food to all manner of beasts and that he attends to young ravens that cry. So when Paul asks, God is not concerned about oxen, is he? That is not to suggest that God is unconcerned with animals. That is to suggest that God did not give the command, you shall not muzzle the ox, for illiterate animals. 
He gave the command for us because God is speaking all together for our sake. He gave the command so that we would have compassion on the oxen. Then, when we argue from lesser to greater, we have even more compassion on fellow human beings who labor in spiritual things. God had mankind in view when he breathed out the law, you shall not muzzle the ox. After all, the man is the one who sets the ox to thresh in the first place. Now, to make sure we are all clear, it is important to remember the immediate context of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. Paul is talking about how the Lord directs those who proclaim the gospel to get their living from the gospel. With that in mind, what did the Apostle Paul do here in these verses? He went back to the Old Testament and drew upon a verse that dealt with farm animals to highlight an important spiritual principle that applies to church laborers. Paul used a verse that on its surface seemed to have zero relevance to modernity and had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Yet in spite of this, an Old Testament verse about muzzling oxen while threshing has proven to be immensely valuable to all people in all times. The point is that even in obscure Old Testament verses like Deuteronomy 25.4, God is still altogether speaking for our sake. And if God speaks for our sake, we ought to read, listen, investigate, learn, and meditate. This recognition has a very important application to our everyday Christian lives. That application is that the law of Moses is still profitable for us now. When we read the law in Exodus, it tells us that God was so concerned about his people living in a vibrant, blessed community that he prescribed specific behaviors to preserve life and safeguard the people from his wrath. When we read books like Leviticus that seem far and remote, we realize that God speaks altogether for our sake. So, when God prescribes what to do when we have a scab, it teaches us that he is intimately concerned with our health, and so should we. In Numbers, when the Bible talks about ancient Jewish holidays, it teaches us the principle that we ought to organize our time not around play dates and vacations, but around the author of time, God himself. What then shall we say to these things? Paul finishes 1 Corinthians 9 verse 10 by saying, Yes, for our sake it was written, because the plowman ought to plow in hope, and the thresher to thresh in hope of sharing the crops. God speaks altogether for our sake, and when we labor for the Lord, we understand two important things. The first is that the labor will end in hopeful abundance so that we may share the fruits of our labor with others. Second, because the plowman plows in hope, the hope of receiving is embedded in plowing. That applies to workers who labor in the spiritual service in the church and for diligent Bible students who search the scriptures to learn, understand, and then share illuminating Bible wisdom with all those eager to hear. God speaks all together for our sake, so let us attune our ear to everything the Almighty says. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.